powerful content podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 14 of the Powerful Content Podcast. Now, today I'm doing things a little differently. I'm going off script, literally. So this topic wasn't something that was on my original episode list, but I really felt like it was something that I needed to share and share from the heart today. So I'm really a huge organizer, planner, scheduler. I love it when everything is in order and ready to go. So today's episode is kind of way out of my comfort zone. So bear with me. So far in my short podcast journey, I've actually scripted most of my episodes and that's because I feel as though I say too many ums and ahs. So it was a real confidence booster to actually have the words written in front of me. Today, I do not. And the reason being is I feel like this topic needs to be something that's shared from the heart and not read from a script. So let's see if this episode is going to need a lot of editing or not. So what I'm talking about today is how to deal with copycats. And I'm sure that you have all come across a copycat in your life. Now, I'm not talking about the illegal copying of intellectual property. What we're actually talking about today is those moments where you may share an idea with someone or you may feel as though the structure of the way that you provide your services or packages have actually been copied. Now, I have had an experience of this. I've actually had an experience of a blog being copied almost word for word. And it was such a strange experience uncovering it. Part of the thing that I really love to do is participate in Facebook groups. And one evening I was scrolling through a particular Facebook group and it was a blog share day. So you were able to go into that Facebook group and actually share a link to your latest blog. I write blogs on a fortnightly basis. So that particular week I wasn't sharing, but I was going in there and reading those articles that I thought were of interest to me and just providing some thoughtful feedback and commentary on them as well. Now, I came across this one particular blog that was written on a topic that I had recently written about, and I was really interested to see what this person's opinion was of the particular changes that were happening on an email marketing platform. So I went in and I clicked on it, and I was thinking to myself, wow, these are really great points. I totally agree with these. And then as I was reading through it further, I suddenly realized that it was actually my blog. (laughs) It was my blog that I had written less than a week ago. So obviously immediately I contacted the person and suggested that they took it, take it down. And, you know, to their credit, they actually did. I feel as though 
they may have actually had someone write it for them and unwittingly didn't know that they were copying someone else's blog. Can I say that when I actually read that blog and realized that it was my own words that had been copied almost word for word, there was literally like about five different words that had been changed. I felt so angry. I was so, so angry. I was beyond angry (laughs) to think that someone had the gall to actually copy exactly what I had said and use it as their own content. Now, lucky for me, this person was very, very cooperative in terms of taking down the blog and apologizing for what had happened. But I thought to myself that I would just go and check a few other things that I had written to see if they had copied them as well. And unfortunately there was, there was another blog that had actually been used on another person's website as a guest blog That was almost word for word mine. Obviously, I contacted that third person and asked them to remove the content, which they did as well. So my experience, whilst it was frustrating and emotionally charged, I didn't have any legal repercussions. So in those circumstances where your content has been copied word for word, you do have a legal avenue that you can pursue if needed. So this is not what I'm talking about today, though. Today, I'm going to talk about when some when you've actually mentioned your idea to someone else or discussed maybe a new process or talked in depth about behind the scenes of your service or package and someone's actually then taken that and used it as their own. It sucks. It really sucks. And I know, I know, I know the standard response is usually that, you know, nobody does it like you, you're unique. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Heck, even I say this all the time as well to my clients, that you are the person that makes a difference in what you're actually putting out into the world. And even most of my message around powerful content is actually built on this concept, but I get it when it happens to you. It really, really hurts. So today I wanted to give you some steps on how to maybe handle this situation and what to do next that doesn't necessarily involve threats of violence or kneecapping, or even communicating with the person who has copied your thing. I really wanted to acknowledge that there's different degrees of copying. You could take a structure that works for you, such as a membership and what you offer, to all the way through to things like stealing someone's images of their product and using it as their own, or even taking an exact package you sell and selling it for a lower price. And I'm not talking about all of this today from the view of a life coach, a psychologist, alternative therapies, none of that. I'm just talking about this from my own lived experience in the hope that it may actually help you should you ever find yourself in this situation. Now, the first thing that I really want you to do if you feel like something of yours has been copied is feel that emotion. You will probably be angry. You will be sad. You may be jealous. You may be frustrated. You may be embarrassed. Whatever it is, really feel it. And then the second thing is express that emotion, like write it down, talk to someone about it, turn it into a piece of content, whatever it is, feel the emotion. This recently happened to me. I believed that on the surface, 
that someone had copied something that I had done. I was so ridiculously mad. And my hubby, who is my absolute rock and who I usually turn to in times like this, was actually away. So I couldn't talk it through with him. So I decided to actually create a social media post to express my feelings. Obviously, the emotion at the time was still really raw, so I was careful not to share too much in terms of the details or who it was or what it was that I felt I um, had been copied. But it felt so much better to actually say that I was mad. I was really careful in that moment not to share too much detail because as Amy Porterfield says, it's actually better to share the scar rather than the wound. So really wait until after the fact, wait until you have gone through that process and you're not in the thick of what's actually happening before you share what's going on. Wait until there's a real lesson or a meaning that you can actually give your audience. So I was really careful not to give away too much of the wound and wait for it to become a scar, which it now has, and I can share the emotion and the experience in this podcast. The third thing is really uncover and dig deep into why you're feeling like this. Why do you feel angry about what's happened? Why do you feel jealous? Why do you feel mad? Why do you feel frustrated? Why do you feel embarrassed? You could perhaps journal on it. I know that a lot of people love to journal. You could meditate. You could just sit and have a cuppa or do what I did and take the dog for a very surprisingly fast walk. I think she was a little bit shocked at how fast we were actually walking so that I could actually clear my head and move the emotion from what I was actually feeling. So once you've done that, once you've actually uncovered why you're feeling this way, then be curious. What is this moment actually trying to teach you? What positives can you take away from what has unfolded in front of you? Perhaps do you need to question whether you're trusting the right people? So if it's a situation where you had discussed something that was going on in your business with someone else and that has resulted in the copying or the perceived copying of what you were doing, then do you really need to think about who you're trusting at the moment? Is this lesson teaching you that you really need to get your butt into action. You need to stop sitting on your laurels and really pour your heart and soul into this thing that you really wanna do. Is it perhaps even teaching you not to be so open with everyone, to not tell them every minute detail of what you're doing? Is this lesson trying to teach you that perhaps you're overreacting, which was definitely the case in my scenario? I was definitely overreacting to what was seemingly placed in front of me. Do you need to perhaps listen to your emotions more? Do you need to look deeper into what you're doing or what's happening before jumping to conclusions? Another tick for me. And did they really steal your thing or are you being overly sensitive? Now this one is a biggie, right? And this is what has happened to me. I perceived that someone stole the structure and the content of my membership and made it their own when in fact I think I was just being a little bit overly sensitive about the whole situation because so many people out there have memberships. So many people out there have memberships around content, but no one does it like I do it. And I just need to remember that. And you need to remember that as well. So going back to the beginning of the episode, I really didn't want to hear that. I didn't want to hear that I was the unique person that um, made my membership different 
to everyone else's. I was not the thought leader who was actually bringing my own perspective to the way that content should be created in such a powerful way. I didn't want to hear that at the time because I was so stuck in the emotion. But once I got past the emotion and why, and once I uncovered why I was feeling like this, I really then became curious as to what the lesson was teaching me. There's so many different takeaways from being curious. So really lean into what the situation is trying to tell you and really think about whether you are being copied or whether you just perceive that due to a lack of confidence in what you're actually doing. And the last thing that I really encourage you to do is choose action. Because I feel like the worst thing you can do is to do nothing and really wallow in how you're feeling. And that's not the lesson here. The lesson is not to throw your hands up in the air and just walk away. The lesson is to choose action. What will you do as a result of what's actually happened? What will you do as a result from what you have uncovered that this lesson is actually teaching you? So in deciding that plan of action, how can you turn this into something positive? For me, it really forced me to map out my live topics and commit to showing up even when I didn't feel like showing up and realizing that only I could change the situation. Now, my recent experience has really meant that I have lent into reconnecting with the vision of what my membership wants to become and what I want it to become. And this reconnection to my vision has really reinvigorated my love of what I'm doing and where I want to take this membership and who I want to serve and how I want my life to become. So I think this process of really feeling the emotion, diving into what it's trying to tell us, and then creating that plan of action out of the back of it can really lift you out of that funk or those inner mean girl thoughts that are going through your head because someone has copied what you're doing and really help you move forward into making you think bigger and being better than ever. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect, my membership inspiring women with service-based businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.